0: Welcome to How to Pretend to Like Sports. I'm Monica Woodhams, former D1 cheerleader, well, just my first year in college, who is still game day obsessed. Even when friends joked, I was just pretending to like sports. I've always loved the community and excitement that comes with going to games. And let's be real, I love picking out a game day outfit. Join me each week as I share current events, conversation starters, and obviously discuss the latest outfits that the F1 girlfriends are wearing. I'm giving you everything you need to know, no binge watching required. Hello and welcome back to another episode of How to Pretend to Like Sports. I am your host, Monica Woodham. This is episode 86. It is the week of November. Nope, it's December 12th. And Here's what we're covering. We're covering the Heisman Trophy winner, the World Cup. Texas basketball coach was arrested. Why the 49ers quarterback parents were tearing up at Sunday's game. And what to expect from the NFL playoffs. And who's already been eliminated. I was scrolling through Instagram this morning, as literally every millennial does. And F1's official account announced a bunch of, quote-unquote, breaking news um, from some administrative changes on the different teams. And we'll go through that. So the first one is Fred Vassar was appointed Ferrari team principal. And then we have Andreas Seidel. I could be saying these names so wrong, but he was appointed CEO of Sauber Group. So he was at McLaren and has moved on And then McLaren's team principal now is Andrea Stella. And something really funny that Mercedes did was, amidst all these announcements, they just posted a picture of Toto Wolff, and it just said, breaking news, you have nothing to say, so here's a photo of our boss. I always enjoy it when super official Instagram accounts have fun with it and do silly things. Let's see what else happened on Instagram. I saw that Max Duggan got player of the year for the Big 12. That's not surprising at all. I have been getting so many calls because I mean, I set myself up for this. I need to get some work done in my kitchen. And then of course, y'all know about the tile debacle from last week. But basically, I got on Thumbtack and I put out the project that I needed. So now I'm just getting bombarded by all these calls. And I am, this is going to be the most millennial thing to say, but I am more likely to hire you if you send me a text than if you call me and call me a million times. I am one of those people who is truly on work calls almost all day. Like today from 9 a.m. to, 2 p.m. for calls. That means I couldn't answer any of these calls. However, some of these, you know, like there's a second where you can kind of squeeze a text in. And if they just texted me, I would get back to them and they would be so much more likely to get hired. I swear, if you have a service-based business and you are not getting the amount of clients that you want and you are targeting millennials, you got to text and not call. Throughout the week, I use my notes on my phone to jot down random things that I want to talk about on the podcast, and I was looking at my notes, and I had brands on social media that I don't know people in real life who use them. And these are usually the products that influencers are doing a hashtag sponsored post on, and you only see that item when they're doing that ad and no other time. So I think what inspired this was I saw an ad for Tommy John's. And I was like, "Hi, they do these influencer campaigns all the time. All the time, at least once a month. And yet I know zero people who own Tommy John pajamas and underwear and whatever else they have. And so then I was trying to think, okay, what are some other products that are like that? Rothy's is another one. I know one person who owns a pair of Rothy's and she got them like seven years ago when they first came out. So that proportionally does not make sense to the amount of influencers who are pushing Rothy's because it is so many and I mean, I can think of some in particular who I truly don't think are wearing them out and about when they're running errands around Dallas. So another one, I want to say, I think like a few years ago I would have said this was accurate, and it's Tula. But now that you can like get Tula at Ulta and at Target, and it's pretty much everywhere, I think, I mean... I say this. I can't think of someone in particular I know who uses it, but it is definitely more accessible. And I don't just see it because an influencer is pushing it. I see it because I see it on a store shelf. But I want y'all to submit. Tell me some other products where you are just like you only see influencers share it, and you have no I not you don't know one person in real life who's using that product. I want to compile a list of this because. For no other reason than my curiosity. Yeah, I'll post that on Instagram as well. So you can DM me and tell me what products you only see people use. And you're not even seeing them use it. They're just showing you the product. So it's so suspect. And I say this as someone who works in influencer marketing. But I'm telling you, but what is going to keep the industry alive is the creators influencers who are genuinely promoting the products that they use. Consumers are not dumb. They're dumb to an extent, but they're not so dumb that they can't tell when someone doesn't actually use a product. But anyway, that was my little rant. Let's dive into sports. Last weekend was the hyphe hyphy, the Heisman Trophy ceremony. So There were four quarterbacks who were up for the running for this. And it was TCU's Max Duggan, Stetson Bennett of Georgia, Caleb Williams of USC, and Ohio State's CJ Stroud. And Caleb Williams became the first USC player to win the award since 2004. And that's because the one that Reggie Bush got in 2005 does not count anymore. It was vacated because. They investigated that and found that he had been receiving lavish gifts, money, et cetera, which at the time violated the um, NCAA rules. So they didn't end up giving it to anyone else, so 2005 is just blank. But that's why it's since 2004, um, and they're not saying it's the second since 2004. Let's talk about what is the Heisman Trophy. I think a lot of times it's easy to assume that it's just a quarterback trophy, but it's not. It can go to any player. It's for the most outstanding player in college football. So while it is com- it's common for quarterbacks to get it because quarterbacks make a huge impact on the field, and off the field. They're usually the team captain. They're the only player on the field who touches the ball. So because of that, it just naturally defaults to having quarterbacks nominated for it. And in addition to it being a very top tier award, there is a trust tied to it. So there is a financial award tied to it that the player who receives it, in this year's case, Caleb Williams will receive. Now, let's go on to the World Cup. So, we're in the last few days of the World Cup, which is weird because it feels like it just started, but the playoff for third will take place on December 17th, and the final will be on the 18th. I have yet to watch one game of the World Cup, and I think at this point, the ship has sailed. The final four teams left in it are Argentina versus Croatia, and France versus Morocco. So, at the time of recording this, those games have not been played yet, but those are the final four, which I think is a significant thing to note. So, here's some not-so-great news. The... Texas basketball coach Chris Beard was arrested on felony charges for alleged domestic violence. There is nothing more infuriating than the fact that his lawyer said that he is 100% innocent. Like, I am sorry if he were 100% innocent. A call of this level, and because it was a call that was basically something life-threatening was occurring, that plus the fact that he's such a public figure and the person who made the call knows that, it's, some, there's something to it. There's something to it. I know it's alleged, so we can't say he did anything, but that doesn't, I just, I don't buy that he's 100% innocent and this call should have never happened. You don't accidentally butt-dial the police on something like that. So he has been suspended on no pay as of now, but we'll see what the long-term payout is. I'm skeptical because Texas is ranked 7 right now, and we all know how those boosters care about winning and how good people in sports are at looking the other way. Here's the thing. This is why it's so frustrating. These coaches are coaching college kids, and I want to emphasize kids some They're 18 years old, and they look up to the coach as a leader, as someone who represents the values that maybe they didn't get exposed to when they were younger, and they're looking to this coach for, for that leader, for that figure that is teaching them those values and morals and ethics and all those things. So when a situation like this happens, and it's even like maybe, maybe he didn't do anything, but the fact that something bad enough happened that it escalated to this, that's not someone who should be a leader to impressionable minds. I'm sorry. Like that, if you're tied to it, if even if you are like found not guilty, the fact that you got that close it should mean that you're done so because I'm sorry, there are so many people in this world who don't have that, have a call like that happen to them and don't get that close to being arrested for domestic violence. There are plenty of men out there who do not participate in domestic violence. So I think we can find coaches who do not as well. So now in happier news, There was a precious video going around from the 49ers game, and it was the 49ers against the Bucks. but it's of Brock Purdy, the quarterback who started this past week, his parents tearing up, and they were tearing up because not only was it his first NFL start, but he also beat Tom Brady. And the Bucks, 35-7. to seven. That was a sweet moment. Also, to add to that, which kind of makes it more in the feels, is that he has been called Mr. Irrelevant. And that's because he was the last player taken in the 2022 draft. You just know that, like, that just makes it even better when you are that last pick. So good for him. That's exciting. Also, to circle back on last week's episode where I was talking about Baker Mayfield being released from the Panthers. So the Rams ended up going with him, and he killed it. Like, it was one of his best games. The Rams won. He showed up. So that's a really good win for the Rams and a really good decision to have picked him up because it seems like he is thriving in that environment. We will see if he keeps that up. Okay, now on to the NFL playoff picture. So just as college football season is coming to a close, so is the NFL, which means it's time to talk about playoffs and ultimately the Super Bowl. So then NFL is broken out into AFC and the NFC. The AFC winner and the NFC winner move on to play in the Super Bowl. So at this point, we don't know for sure who all that's going to be, but we have some inklings. The top two teams in the AFC right now are the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. And in the NFC, it's the Eagles and the Vikings. I think it would be really fun to see uh, KC versus the Eagles because mainly because I've been really enjoying Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey's podcast and that would just be a lot of great content. And if y'all haven't listened to the podcast, I like it a lot. They really dive into the behind the scenes of being an NFL player. So they're not necessarily talking about the news and sports or what's going on. They're really talking about like their perspective on what's going on in the NFL right now in the whether it's what they were actually thinking during a play in the game or other players who they see are doing a really great job. And they're also starting to do interviews. So They recently interviewed Patrick Mahomes and before that, they interviewed Jalen Hurts. Also on that note, I saw an article the other day that said something like, is Travis Kelsey underrated? And I was like, that's odd to me because I feel like everyone talks about how great he is. So who's saying he's underrated if literally everyone's talking about how great he is? There are three teams that have already been eliminated. So that is the Broncos. Texans and the Bears. Their dreams of going to the Super Bowl this year are over, unfortunately for them. I did want to also talk about how there's different categories that get discussed when talking about the playoffs, and this always kind of confused me. Here's the breakdown. There's the clinched a playoff spot. And so there's seven available, seven for the AFC, seven for the NFC. And these are the teams that are for sure going to the playoffs. Then there's in the hunt. So this category is basically the top teams that are not in that seven, but still seem to have a shot at it. And then there's on the bubble. And these are the teams that as of now, don't look like they'd make it in, but never say never and something can happen and they march themselves right into the playoffs. Throughout the week, I use my notes on my phone to jot down random things that I want to talk about on the podcast. And I was looking at my notes and I had brands on social media that I don't know people in real life who use them. And these are usually the products that influencers are doing a hashtag sponsored post on and you only see that item when they're doing that ad and no other time. So I think what inspired this was I saw an ad for Tommy John's and I was like, hi, they do these influencer campaigns all the time, all the time, at least once a month. And yet I know zero people who own Tommy John pajamas and underwear and whatever else they have. And so then I was trying to think, okay, what are some other products that are like that? Rothy's is another one. I know one person who owns a pair of Rothy's and she got them like seven years ago when they first came out. So that proportionally does not make sense to the amount of influencers who are pushing Rothy's because it is so many. And I mean, I can think of some in particular who I truly don't think are wearing them out and about when they're running errands around Dallas. So another one, I wanna say, I think like a few years ago, I would have said this was accurate and it's Tula. But now that you can like get Tula at Ulta and at Target, and it's pretty much everywhere. I think, I mean, I say this, I can't think of someone in particular I know who uses it, but it is definitely more accessible. And I don't just see it because an influencer is pushing it, I see it because I see it on a store shelf. But I want y'all to submit, tell me. Some other products where you are just like you only see influencers share it, and you have no idea, not you don't know one person in real life who's using that product. I want to compile a list of this because for no other reason than my curiosity, but yeah, I'll post that on Instagram as well so you can get me and tell me what product what products you only see people use, and you're not even seeing them use it. They're just showing you the product. So it's so suspect. And I say this as someone who works in influencer marketing, but I'm telling you, but what is going to keep the industry alive is the creators, influencers who are genuinely promoting the products that they use. Consumers are not, they're dumb to an extent, but they're not so dumb that they can't tell when someone doesn't actually use a product. So that is the latest in sports news, short and sweet. Don't want to bog you down with unnecessary details. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and review the podcast. That makes such a huge difference to me and I really appreciate it. I'm over on Instagram at Monica Woodhouse and on YouTube, just throw on the search how to pretend to like sports and I will see y'all there until I chat with y'all.